Welcome to the Authors Who Lead podcast. This podcast is dedicated to you, people who want to be inspired by authors, leaders, and the messages they share. This is such an important podcast to us because we help uncover what goes on behind the scenes when authors are writing their book. We talk about the process. We talk about where they get big ideas, and you can listen in on those conversations. We can't wait for you to join us. So let's get started. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Authors Who Lead. Today's another special episode where I actually am by myself. It's a solo episode where I'm teaching you about book marketing. Now, so many people get stuck when it comes to launching their book because they're terrified of having to market their book, which means having to sell it, tell people about it, ask for reviews. All those things seem to terrify authors. And what I'm here to today to do is to help you figure out how you can market your book even if you don't consider yourself a salesperson. One of the most difficult parts about becoming a published author, ironically enough, isn't writing the book. The hardest part is feeling like you're able to share this message with the world because we get in our head. We start thinking about how will people receive this book? Will they actually like it? What if no one cares? Worse, what if they hate it? What if they don't leave reviews? What if they leave bad reviews? All these things start to make us as authors to get worried. It can even keep us from writing because in the back of our head, all we're thinking is, man, that's going to be hard, or I don't really like marketing, or I know nothing about marketing or sales. The first thing you need to understand is that thinking about marketing a book has to change in your mind. Don't think of a book as something you have to sell. Think of your message as the focus of your marketing efforts. Your message is more important than the book. Now, here's what I mean. If you decide you want to write a book, that's a big feat in itself. And then you think you want to help other people, another big feat. Then you write a book, a huge accomplishment, and get it published, either yourself or find a publisher. The thing that most people miss is that marketing a book doesn't happen once the book is written. Marketing your book should happen all along the way. And you can market your book easier than you think if you understand some basic principles about marketing. And I'm talking to you about those today. But know that you selling your book has everything to do with you believing in your message, believing it's important, and understanding who you are trying to sell this book to. Now, if you don't know those things, that's where you would start. Who's this book for? Who's my ideal reader? Who are the audience members that are wanting to read this book? Where do those people spend time? Online? Where do they spend time in the digital world and also in the real world? What other books do they read that are like this book? What's out there that's like my book? Where do they read or get their information, their news, their sources of information? Are they in LinkedIn or are they more on Instagram? Are they young? Are they old? Who is this person I'm trying to tell that this book's for them? So many authors make the mistake of saying, my book is for everyone. If your book's for everyone, your book will be for no one. Everyone doesn't need your book. If you're trying to market to everyone, you're going to find it difficult to keep their attention. So market to the audience you're trying to impact. For example, in the book that I'm working on, and I'll be talking more about this book, is called Great Teachers Eat Apples. And the reason I focused this book on teachers is because I wanted to help a whole group of people that I feel very passionate about because I was a teacher for many years. But this book in particular is geared towards first, second year teachers, brand new teachers, not the ones that have been doing it for years, but the ones that really want to get it right but they don't know exactly what to do. Now, I know that those young people probably are in between the ages of maybe 23 and maybe 33. 
Not to say that some people don't start teaching late in life, but for the most part, that's my audience, a younger sort of new teacher. Now, they also probably have aspirations to be successful and they hang out on places like Instagram, on Facebook. They often might go to forums to ask questions, belong to small groups on Facebook. Another great way to do marketing is participate in the places where your audience is. For example, if you're writing a book like I am to teachers, joining Facebook groups for teachers that help other teachers is a great place to go. Because not only will I learn about what they're struggling with, what they need, I'll also be able to share a little bit about my project and maybe get some attention there. Now, I'm not going to these groups to just sell my book. Because one, usually it's against the rules. Spamming a group with your books is against the rules. But you can go there and serve and let people start to follow you once you give information about your book. You don't have to say, hey, I'm an author. I write this book. You could just help people genuinely and also ask them where are other great groups where people are at. Searching the ideal platform for where you like to play. For me, Facebook might be one, Instagram another. And start contributing, commenting, get noticed by people. Because if you don't have an audience of listeners, you need to borrow other people's. So know that marketing doesn't start after you write the book. You won't have enough time. You won't have enough patience. You have to start now. Finding out where your audience is the first step. The other thing you need to do besides marketing your book, finding an audience, is building relationships with the people that have an audience. So let's say, for example, you might be willing to contact the admins of these groups and ask, hey, would it be okay if I share a little bit here or I offer a an opportunity here? And if they say no, great. But maybe they are. Maybe they're looking for content. Maybe they have a blog. You can start to contribute to their community, which might help grow yours. The other thing you need to do is start thinking about how do I start collecting these people into my own group? Do I create a Facebook group of my own, which might take time? You can't just start that the day the book comes out, you have to prepare. Or maybe you'll actually build an email list and you can do that pretty easily by using some simple tools. We use ConvertKit because it's easy to use and I really like the mission and the message of their of their company. But really, it's just a service that helps you collect emails. So you can tell people about your book and say, yeah, I have a book coming up. I'd love to have, tell you more about it when it comes out. That should be done way before the book is out. So you have to be preparing marketing and um, sharing about it early on. You can't wait to market your book. Marketing should begin right away. Now, marketing your book isn't necessarily just telling people to buy your book. Let me give you some practical takeaways. Once you're really clear about your audience and where they spend time, you can easily get some um, mileage by building those relationships and getting input and bringing people along your journey. Now, let's say in a group you talk about, you might be able to share something like, hey, I'm sharing my new title. What do you think about this title? You can get engagement. They can start to follow you and learn about you. So you can start to do marketing the easy way, which is share what you're doing. Share the process. Share what it's like to, to write. Do you do it outside? Do you write it in longhand? Do you sit at the computer? How long have you been doing it? These kinds of things are interesting to people. So let's say on your own social media pages, you can start sharing your journey. That helps people. And it's effortless because you don't know have to know much about marketing, but you can know a lot about the process. People love to go behind the scenes and see what really happens. The chances are a majority of people don't know an author. So you might be their only conduit, your only place that they might enter this conversation. So letting them get to know you will help them once they are the right audience is drawn to you to learn about this process. Oh, that's cool. I didn't know that about this. So just trust and realize that you collecting this information and starting to share it with others about your writing process is more valuable than you think. Think about it. I still keep a whole box of DVDs, even though I don't even think I have a DVD 
deep player laying around with movies that I love, like Lord of the Rings. I love the Lord of the Rings. I love the Matrix. I love these epic fantasies and or science fiction. The reason I keep the DVDs, not because I watch them again and again, but because the making of, the behind the scenes are usually in the special DVD sets that I buy because I like to watch. How did it get made? What were they thinking? What was it like? It's super valuable. It's a huge value if you can start to share the process because it gets people to connect with you. So once you find the right audience, Start to draw them closer to the process by sharing what you are doing and letting them know. Now, you don't have to to tell them much but besides that you're doing this, what you're doing, but if you can keep their attention, that's the most important thing. Growing your audience and keeping their attention, right? This is the easy way. Think of marketing the easy way. It's about creating your own buzz. Just like movie trailers do, they're often created way before the movie's done. They start to create a buzz that something's coming and that's what you're doing. Marketing the easy way, as far as books go, is about creating that early buzz. You want to do it easy, and for it to be easy, you should do it earlier than you think. In fact, even before you start writing the book, start to talk about this process. All right. Secondly, how can you share your story more uh, clearly? Maybe you start sharing about where did this idea come from? Why does this topic matter to you? Why do you really also want to write about new teachers? You haven't been a teacher for a long time. Why do you care? What's the topic you're sharing? Not necessarily word for word, but what's inside there? What lessons have you learned that you might share? Think of it a way as to growing your authority by talking about the subject that's going to be in your book and sharing with the people that are starting to follow you. I'm sure you've watched things on Instagram or followed on social media and got really curious and maybe dove in a little deeper. That's what you want them to do. You start to hear a little bit and then dive a little deeper. To do this, you've got to be consistent even when you're not writing your book because the more you can help keep them engaged, the better. Oftentimes, I see authors make this mistake. They'll share one or two posts about their books coming. Maybe they share the cover reveal. And then when the book comes live, they say, okay, please buy my book. Please buy my book. And then about the third time they post about please buy my book, they start to feel uncomfortable. Ooh, I'm just asking to buy. And the truth is you are. So don't just do that. Plan to have multiple weeks ahead of your book launch to be sharing about who you are as an author, the journey that you are on, and the topics of your book. And one of the third things you can do is to help readers by solving their problem before the book's out. So here's some strategic thing you can do. Let's stay with the idea of nonfiction books. Do some research on your own. Dive into things like Amazon or Google and search your topic. What comes up? What books are out there? What are recent articles? Get to know your topic well, and not just the way you know of it, but how do other people talk about it? And look at the reviews of books that are similar to yours and see perhaps maybe they left the conversation out. Maybe they're missing something because a reviewer said, I wish they talked more about this. This is a good way to start selling to your readers early because you're solving a problem they have. And if you're a fiction author, maybe their problem is boredom and you're solving their problem by keeping their entertained. But just know that solving your readers' pain and their problems helps you to market your book because as you talk about these pains, you can then become the solution. In fact, I would suggest that you do that market research when you're naming the book, getting the subtitle, and even naming the chapters. If someone looks at a book and says, wow, that's totally what I need, then they read the description. They're like, yes, that's exactly what I need. They look for reviews to see if you're actually credible. Do other people say this book's good? And then lastly, they look through at the chapters, the titles inside the chapters. Does this relate to me? Does this seem interesting? All those things are ways to market your book. So thinking like a publisher is the third way I want you to think about this is think, think about the way in which you are trying to get people to purchase the book before it's even created. 
sometimes we have great ideas, but the way that people describe the problem isn't the same as you. So naming your book, finding out the way you describe it should be about the reader. The topic and stuff can be from you, but make sure that it calls to them and makes them feel like, wow, that's really speaking to me. The better you do this, the easier it will be to market. Because now you're not just telling about your book, you're solving a problem with the book being the solution. So these things, making it easy, easy to find because they know who it is, who you're talking to, share your author journey about the writing process, and also solve the reader's problem by knowing exactly how to describe it and speak about it. Using the title, the cover, these are all marketing tools and they happen not in isolation away from the reader, but in tandem, in concert with helping the reader to know. Now, here's some things I'm doing that are a little different that might be ideas to help you take away ways to give value. Value is an important, very important way that you can help your readers know their book is for them is to give value. Now, you can give value in lots of ways. For example, you could be a part of a summit. In our episode with Jan Cock, he talked about how you can use a virtual summit to build your authority. You can get a couple other authors or other experts bring them all together and say, hey, why don't we invite these people together to have this conversation? You become an instant authority and start to draw attention to yourself. That's one way you can start to leverage service by giving away something of value. The other thing you can do with service is maybe go on a podcast tour. And what I mean by that is you're listening to this podcast because maybe you, you found it by searching or someone recommended it, something like that. Or maybe you heard of me on another podcast. You going on other people's podcasts is a great way to serve because podcast hosts are looking for really great guests. The more your book solves their pain of the people that they're serving, the more likely they are to have you come on. So that's why these things are really important is it helps them serve their audience if you are somebody that brings value. So finding places where you can serve is important. Just like in those Facebook groups that I encourage you to be a part of where you can serve and help, you can also serve and help by writing articles for blogs, being a guest writer, and sharing your topic of knowledge. Sure, traditional media is helpful, but really make it clear that your message first starts with your ideal reader. The more your book gets incentive to be shared, the better it will be do. Will do. Be clear. Help your reader know it's for them and help them want to share about your book because it's clear who they really are. The other thing I want you to think about before we go is marketing your book is more about creating a journey. It's a long game, not a short game. A lot of your efforts should be on the launch of your book, but don't forget the pre-launch. Don't forget sharing the journey all the way up until the book comes out. It's a runway you're building. You're trying to get this plane to take off. And if you don't build a long enough runway, it will fall flat. I think the statistic is something like 80% or 70% of a plane or rocket's fuel is used during the takeoff. I think this is probably more true for a rocket because it's trying to get it out of the atmosphere, shooting it high. It needs less and less fuel. That's true for a book launch. You need to expend a lot of fuel, but you're better off if you have a longer runway to get the momentum. The shorter the runway, the faster it has to move quickly. So don't discount the importance of having a pre-launch. And if you're wondering what you share about, I've shared here, those are some of the things you can do. Share your journey, share your expertise, connect in audiences that need your help. The other thing you need to know when you're marketing a book is that the launch is super important because you want people to pay attention the day it comes out. But the launch of the book isn't just about sales. You have to start collecting reviews. People often ask, I don't want it to review ba- be reviewed bad. Then don't leave it to trolls to review your book. Get people who know and trust you to review. How do I do that? Number one, 
reach out to people that you know and they trust you so that they will leave you a review and ask them to actually review the book. You could give them an early copy of the book so that when it comes out, they can have already read it and be able to leave a review. You can ask them to purchase the book. Maybe it's on discount for a certain period of time so that you get more reviews. But you have to ask. People don't naturally leave reviews unless they're really excited about a product. More commonly, people leave reviews when they're unhappy. You probably read those reviews. You heard about a great restaurant on Yelp or on Google, so you looked it up and you realized there's a lot of negative reviews in the last couple of days. When you read them, sometimes you see they're just angry. I didn't like this way or the way they talked to me, or I didn't like to have to wait outside or whatever it is. You have to really dig into those reviews to realize, oh, that was just a kind of a bitter person. The rest of the reviews are great. So don't worry about bad reviews. Worry about getting good reviews. It's harder to get good reviews than it is to get bad reviews. Not because there are not enough people to leave you good reviews. It's because authors just don't ask. Let me tell you a little story about how my first book went out and let you learn from the lessons that I uncovered. First of all, because I was worried I wouldn't finish, I created a daily 60-second video that I posted on social media that updated people on my progress. The first video was, hey, guess what, everybody? I'm writing a book. The next day was, okay, I started writing, but I'm not sure if I'm doing it right. I just posted a video every day to let them know my progress. The reason that was really helpful is people got interested in it. Number one, it was video, which actually is much higher value these days on social media. Number two, I could keep myself accountable and they got to see my journey. Even before the book was done, I knew it would hold me accountable. You can use this method and technique to keep yourself accountable and start to share your journey. The great thing about it was when I started people following, I would invite them to a, a Facebook group that I created just for the book. So I can tell them about what I was writing, what I was learning. And when the book came out, I was able to ask them to leave a verified review, which means buy the book and leave a review. I followed up with each and every one of those people with a short video saying, thank you so much for agreeing to review my book. I really appreciate it. It means the world to me. Authors need reviews because that's how we get discovered by other people. So if you love the book, leave an honest review. I don't exchange or give them anything that's against places like Amazon's rules. It's not ethical to pay someone for a review, but you can definitely encourage them to leave one. You could tell them how much it means to you. You could do things like give them a copy, advanced copy of the book. That's not against the rules, but any other compensation is not. So you just want to encourage them. And encouraging them is just giving them access to you as the writer. Those are all things you can do. You can do to build your book um, into a successful launch. Because if you're like me, when I'm buying a book or choosing a restaurant, I look at reviews. Does this have any reviews? If so, let me peek through and see what they say. Let me read what this is about. Let me see what this food is. Let me see if I think I might like it. Those are all things that can be helped and improved by writing a better description, having a cover that looks like a book that I've read in a genre I like. All these things is knowing your audience, knowing your reader, and then basically delivering what they want. Getting people to leave reviews on a consistent basis has to last throughout the time the book's launched. It can't just stop after week two. You have to be vigilant, constantly sharing topics of your book. So once it's out, you got to talk about the book. You got to plan to borrow people's audience on a very short period of time. That's why I encourage you to try a podcast or blogging. Because if you don't have an audience, it's likely that people have um, a need for your book. They just don't know who you are yet. So you want to create those moments so that readers and people who share, who have audiences that are similar to yours can know you exist. These are all tools that you can do even if you're not a marketer. You can serve, you can share your journey, you can also understand the problem you're solving. These three things alone 
will help you become a better marketer of your books, as well as help your message get spread. I hope this helps that you don't have to be a perfect salesman to help books spread. You can focus on the thing that you want and get more sales as well as serve more people. The number one thing that happens after books launch is sales start to dip. And that's mainly true because authors grow weary and tired. They haven't devised a way to stay engaged, energetic about their book. So you've got to think of clever ways to do it. So for me, well, I think when I turned 45 for the book I had launched, something like that, I said, I'm trying to get to 45 reviews. And I think I only had 30 something. So I'm like, all right, I got, I'm only, you know, whatever number away, please help me. And I'd reach out to people who commented, yeah, I'll help. Great. Here's what you do. Here's the link. Here's how you do it. Here's a little video that explains to you how to leave a review. Because believe it or not, most people have never left a review. Maybe you never have left a review on something like Amazon. It can be intimidating for a couple of reasons. Number one, you're afraid that I don't want to do it wrong. Second, where do I even go and click? Lastly, I don't want to look like an idiot and let this person down, so I better read the book. Maybe you're not a person who finishes books. That's another thing. So you have all these things going against you when you're trying to get people to review books. So you've got to be thinking like a reader and get help them get over the hurdles by providing them information about how to even leave a review and understanding that it's really not easy for them because they don't want to look like an idiot in Amazon or some other place where they're reviewing the book. So they tend to put it off. You can help them by eliminating the friction that's caused by leaving a review. Now, the reason I talk about reviews so much, it's part of the marketing plan that most people leave out. Reviews consistently applied will grow your ability for Amazon to give you the audience you're looking for, to place you in front of other people who want to buy your book. You've probably seen in Amazon, and this some of it's ad-driven, some of it's just algorithms. People like you who like this book will also like that book. You've probably seen that. Some of it is the fact that people are paying for ads for them to look like that, that that they're targeting you to purchase a book. But other times they're basically using sales data or your own search data to help you make good decisions based on your interests. The more reviews help them deliver that because the person who leaves a reviews has all these books that they purchase that maybe were in a very similar target category. So thinking like a, a marketer doesn't have to be hard, but you have to be informed, you have to be patient, and you can't burn out. You can't get tired of talking about your book once it comes out. You have to be ready to talk about it for the next 12 months. And if you're good, you want to be talking about it for the whole rest of your life because that book will continue to sell as long as you keep telling people that it exists. The moment you stop, sales go down. The more you get people, other people talking about your book, the better because those people tell other people, they tell other people and so on. All right. Hope this has helped. Thank you so much for listening. And we are doing something really exciting. We're going to be offering a book marketing bootcamp. We call it book camp. But the point of it is most people get excited about writing a book, but then they get stuck when it comes to marketing. Now we've run these book camps before. And the last one, we did three full days back to back. And we taught the beginnings of writing and publishing and marketing. This time we're doing three weeks of a small cohort for this book camp. We'll be focusing completely on marketing. And we're going to be showing you how do you develop your plan for your book? How do I do the research to understand who my audience is? How do I help create a subtitle that helps me do really good at marketing my book? And if I've already written my book and it's already out there, how do I leverage the audience that I am missing out on? How do I build a pathway and a plan to keep my book in the eyes of my ideal reader? So we'll talk about pre-launches, launching the book and post-launch, and how to build your marketing plan so you don't burn out, even if you're not a salesperson. And even if you feel like you don't want to be a sleazy car salesman, no offense to anybody who sells cars. 
but the idea of it not feeling great. This is a small cohort of people. We meet live, we'll be meeting together, and we'll be doing the planning and working together in real time, having working sessions, instruction, and building our plan over the three weeks. So you'll get more done in three weeks than most people get done in three months to market and plan your launch of your book. Even if you want to apply it to a book that's out, we can even use these strategies to help you relaunch your book. Because there's nothing really different about a launch, even if it's a relaunch. You just got to be strategic to think about the outcome you're searching. So be looking for that. Our book camp will be starting here very soon. Uh, the details are here in our the show notes. You can also go to our website and learn more about it. It's if you go to Bookcamp Live, you'll learn more about us. That's bookcamp.live. You'll learn all about our next book camp, all focused on marketing. You should join the cohort. It's an amazing group of people. We're trying to make this not only accessible, affordable, but also super relative to your book and your industry. Though we'll be focusing on nonfiction books because that's where we talk about a lot as authors who lead. But if you have a fiction book, thinking of yourself as a publisher and how you would relaunch this book or launch this book is really important. So again, I'm super grateful for all of you, those of you who listen, please help spread the word about the show. And if you haven't left a review, and maybe you don't even know how, will you please go to iTunes or wherever you listen to this podcast, look for the button where you click like, definitely subscribe, leave a comment and a review. Tell me what you like about the show, what you would love more of. I'd love to help make this show as great as I possibly can. Because what I realize is the more we can impact the world through the authors we serve, the more impact we have personally. So thank you so much for being here. And I'm also Tarotis, your host, and I look forward to seeing you out there in the world when you publish your book. Thank you for listening again to another episode of Authors Who Lead. We appreciate you being here and we hope you subscribe so you get this delivered to your device every week. And if you haven't left us a review, please do so. It really helps. And if you have a book in your heart, you've been wanting to write a book, please go to authorswholead.com and join us on this journey of becoming a published author.